Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. We have so much to cover today, so I am jumping right in. We're not wasting any time. The first thing I want to share with you is this. If you consistently listen to and enjoy this podcast, then you are absolutely crazy if you don't come to the free upcoming live class that I'm doing. It's on Thursday, April 14th at 8 p.m., Just pause this podcast episode right now, pause the episode and go to everybodyhatesdiets.com and you can register there. 100% free. It's live. It's interactive. We're going to talk and hang out. I'll answer all of your questions. If you enjoy this podcast and you are not registered for that class, you're not coming, you're crazy. Okay. All right. Now let's get to today's episode. Like I said, we have so much to discuss, so much to go over there. There's something I've been seeing quite a bit with people coming into my inner circle coaching group. I've seen people posting about it on social media. I've heard people talking about it. I've had people asking me questions about it. And that is this new approach to weight loss. Maybe the the best way to lose weight, the fastest way. It has to be the fastest way to lose weight, right? And that is people combining the keto diet, the ketogenic diet with intermittent fasting. Oh, I'm doing keto and fasting. And you you may be chuckling right now because you may be doing that. Or you may know of someone that's doing that. So today I want to explore that. I want to talk about this combination of these two supposedly powerhouse diets, keto and intermittent fasting. I want to talk about it and explore and see, is it the fastest way to lose weight? Is it the best way to lose weight? Is it healthy? Is it unhealthy? Does it really work or does it not work? And kind of where can things go wrong and where can things, you know, actually be working, you receive benefit, all of this good stuff. But to do that, we need to break them apart and we need to look at them individually. Now I've done entire episodes before on keto and on intermittent fasting. So we're just going to do kind of a quick review, kind of hit some cliff notes right here so that just in case you missed those episodes so that you're totally up to date and you fully understand keto and intermittent fasting in the sense that we're going to discuss it. And then you'll come out of this episode feeling much more educated and much more equipped to know if this is a good approach for you or what is a good approach for you. So let's start with keto. All right, keto. So here's the thing. A lot of people think it's like the newest, coolest, greatest thing ever. But in the 1940s, the ketogenic diet was actually used as a medical treatment. It was accepted, officially accepted as a medical treatment for epilepsy. So the keto diet, regardless of what a lot of people think, is not new at all. Even though People do think it's the coolest fat-burning weight loss fad, you know, that we've seen in the past three or four years, whatever. No, 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 not at all. 80 years ago, the ketogenic diet kind of became official, and it wasn't for weight loss at all. It was a treatment for epilepsy and for epileptic seizures specifically. Then if we fast forward from the 1940s till the 1980s or and kind of into the 1990s, bodybuilders and physique athletes discovered the ketogenic diet as a way to get ripped, to get super low body fat levels while still eating butter and bacon and cheese and all of that good fatty stuff that most people really enjoy. And believe it or not, back in the 80s, 
well, not really the 80s. I was too young then. But back in the 90s, in the mid and late 90s, I was one of those bodybuilders. In 1995, I was 17 years old, and I competed in my first bodybuilding contest. And I was hooked. I became basically obsessed with nutrition and how it could change your body. And by 1998, I was researching and experimenting with various versions of the ketogenic diet so that I could use it in my contest preparation. Back then, there were primarily three like really cutting-edge books not about keto because keto had been around forever, but about how to use keto in order to reduce your body fat. And I read those and I read anything and everything else that I could get my hands on. Plus I had journals and photos of my personal experience with the ketogenic diet. By the way, that's what it, that's the full name. It's not just called keto. It's ketogenic. Um, so please understand I'm, I'm not some boring nutritionist who's like keto is stupid and keto is bad for you. And keto is dumb and dangerous. Not at all. I've used it multiple times. I've used it with some of my clients for contest preparation. And I say all of that so that you'll understand this. I'm going to shoot you straight with everything that I share about keto and intermittent fasting and all of this. I'm not totally for it, and I'm not totally against it. I don't think it's dumb and dangerous, but I also, kind of uh, spoiler alert here, I also don't think it's the miracle weight loss answer that most people are searching for. But, Corey... That's great. What is keto, man? I've heard about it. I think I've seen some stuff. It's kind of low carb, right? Like, what is it? Okay, so let's do a quick keto review and kind of an explanation. Now, as I've said before, I'm a nutrition nerd. I'm a geek. I love all of the science behind why stuff works or doesn't work and how it works and why it works. I dig that. I like it. But right now, I'm going to do my best to simplify and explain things in a way that makes sense, but doesn't totally bore you and make you think you're back in like your high school chemistry or biology class. So here we go. Our bodies, your body, my body, all of our bodies are designed to run off of sugar. Every carb that you eat, doesn't matter what it comes from, sweet potato or brown rice or oats or candy or a milkshake, whatever, every carb that you eat gets digested down to the simplest sugar, which is known as glucose. And that's what fuels our brain and our body. Yes, both your brain and your body run off of sugar, off of glucose. But because our bodies are awesome and super smart, there's a backup plan. Just in case, God forbid, you're lost in the woods or you're in some situation where you can't find any sugar to eat, it's no problem. Your body, after kind of rebelling and revolting against you and kind of making you feel miserable, your body will eventually shift over to using your body fat as fuel. But it's not real efficient. The fat has to be processed and tinkered with on a chemical level and then sent into your cells and to your liver, liver, and ultimately it's turned into what's called a ketone. Okay, now we're starting to maybe make some sense. A ketone. As you can imagine, this is where we get the phrase keto and ketogenic. So in a nutshell, when your body is starving from not having enough carbs or sugars, it begins changing fat into ketones, which are basically like little fat fragments, and this is basically a backup energy system for your body. Think about it if you have like a generator at home. If your power goes out, your primary power source is gone, you're, just like your body's primary fuel source is gone, well then your generator might kick on. Your backup energy system kicks on. That's what ketones and keto, ketosis is. It's your backup, your body's backup energy plan. Now here's the thing. If you want to lose weight and burn fat, this sounds amazing, right? Well, not so fast. <laughs> Let's dig in just a little bit deeper. 
See, most people think keto turns your body into this fat-burning machine. Well, Corey, yeah, this sounds true from what you've told me. Well, it is true, but it's also not true. It's also false. See, technically, yes, like I explained, where there's basically not enough carbs or protein available, because your body can actually take protein and turn it into carbs inside your body. <gasps> what? Yes, but it only does that if you have a severe lack of carbohydrates. So where there's not enough carbs or protein available, your body begins burning fat as its primary fuel. So yes, in a way, when you do keto, you are a fat-burning machine because you're burning fat as your primary fuel. But do not misunderstand. This does not mean that you're going to magically burn off all of your body fat. Because to keep this fat-burning fat machine going, you must also consume, you must eat a ton of fat. So it can easily be just become like fat out, fat in, fat out, fat in. Yes, you're burning fat, but you're replacing it with a high intake of dietary fat in order to keep this ketogenic machine going. Okay, Corey, that's, that's good. But here's what I need to know, man. Does keto help you lose weight faster than normal dieting? Like, that's what I want to know. Well, again, the answer is... Yes and no. Let me explain. And I guarantee you've experienced this or you know someone that who's experienced this. Initially, the answer to the, the answer to this question is yes. You will drop some weight quickly, but almost all of it will be fluid. As your body is burning through all of its carb and energy stores on the way to ketosis, a lot of water is lost because those stored carbs are dissolved in water inside your body. Just think about putting sugar into a glass of water. You can dissolve sugar in water. You've stirred up, but you need enough water to dissolve that sugar. It's the same thing inside your body. So yeah, at first, you'll lose weight fast. And this might make you think that keto is the best diet ever. Man, look at that. I lost 12 pounds in four days. This is amazing. <laughs> but as you might have experienced, or you've seen someone else experience, it's probably not going to last for two reasons. Number one, once you've lost all the carb water weight, we're right back to calories in versus calories out. So there's a good chance that all of that bacon and beef and cheese and butter <laughs> will balance out the calories that you burn. So carbs or no carbs, keto or not, you're basically just even. You're just at an even kill. No weight loss, no weight gain. Also, here's the other thing. From the current research, when comparing like a quote-unquote normal diet that is higher in carbs versus a keto diet with, with super low carbs and higher fat, there is no distinct weight loss advantage. When we look at research, there is no distinct weight loss advantage when the calories are the same. But here's the thing. A lot of people will say <laughs> they're doing keto or they think they're doing keto and they're really not. So, even though the research shows us there's no distinct advantage, some people even fool themselves on another level because they, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm doing keto. But they're really not. I'll hear stuff like this all the time. Well, I'm kind of doing keto. Or I'm doing a version of keto, but kind of with a little fruit thrown in. Or I'm doing keto, but I'm still having my morning smoothie that's full of fruit and honey or whatever. And this, <laughs> this if I'm really honest, always makes me laugh. Because from a biochemical perspective, you're, you're never kind of doing keto. You're either doing keto and you're in ketosis or you're not. Think of keto like a boat. You're either on the boat or you're off. If you're halfway on and halfway off the boat, you're screwed. <laughs> and you're, you're going to wind up in the water. You're going to wind up wet. 
If you're halfway on keto and halfway off, you're probably going to end up screwed again with this situation because you're just eating a normal medium to high carb diet, but adding in a bunch of extra fat thinking that you're doing keto. So basically in an attempt to get the benefits of keto without truly understanding and truly doing keto, you've just added a crap ton of fat and calories to your diet, which will only make you not lose weight or possibly even gain weight. See, my friends, keto is not just low carb. It is crazy, super low, almost zero carb. You can't just cut out some bread here and there and magically, bloop, oh, I'm in keto. I'm, I'm in ketosis. No, no, no. To go into the state of ketosis, carbs usually must be 5% or less of your entire diet. Your body does not want to do this. It's the emergency backup power plan for your body. And it's not just going to go, oh, wow, their, their carbs went down. Oh, let's go into keto. No, that's not the way your body works. So just in case you're not familiar with like what 5% or less of your diet means for carbs, let me assure you, it is very restrictive. You will nickel and dime 5% of your diet in, in carbs without ever touching a piece of fruit or any truly starchy carb foods. It's very restrictive. And you never just kind of do keto. You either fully commit and do it or you don't. Okay, so let's quickly pull all of this together. Keto does some cool and different things inside the body, but it can be, if we're honest, pretty tough to do and really crazy hard to maintain long term. And from what we know with research, it really doesn't give you any distinct advantage over a more normal diet when it comes to losing weight. Well, okay, great. But what if I do keto and I fast at the same time? Ooh, man, that should do the trick. I'll melt fat like butter in a microwave. <laughs> well, well, here's my first argument or question, if you will. Think about it, guys. If keto is really so great, then why do you even need to combine it with fasting? Or we can flip it around. If fasting is so great, then why do we need to combine it with keto? I mean, think about it. If keto works, then why do you need to starve yourself also? Because that's what fasting is. It's purposefully starving yourself for a period of time. So later, I'm going to dig into this. I'll explain why I believe people combine these diets and whether or not it really works. But first, let's go to the other diet here that we're discussing. Let's take a quick dive into intermittent fasting. There are some questions we need to answer about intermittent fasting, namely two things. Number one, is it safe? And number two, does it work? Now, I'm going to answer these questions based off the current research, my personal experiences with intermittent fasting, and years of coaching clients and observing their results and responses whenever we've done some form of fasting or utilized it for a period of time. But please understand, entire books have been written and documentaries have been made about fasting. So I'm not going to attempt to explain all of the details and, you know, everything in one 20 to 30 minute podcast episode. So with that being said, let's get to it. Let's get into these questions. First, is it safe? Let's cut right to the chase here. Yes. Yes. Sensible fasting, which is really kind of what intermittent fasting is, is perfectly safe for most people. Biologically, our bodies, just like with keto, our bodies are designed to handle periods without food. However, if someone has like some like certain health issues, maybe severe hypoglycemia, then fasting might not be the best idea. So don't please don't just start fasting and say, hey, that crazy nutrition guy told me that it was safe. <laughs> Always consult with your doctor and all that good stuff. So 
basic like 16-8 or 18-6 intermittent fasting is generally considered safe. And guys, for those of you that don't know, 16-8 and 18-6, this means that's your fasting period versus your what's known as your eating window. So 16-8 would, would mean that over a 24-hour period, you fast, you don't eat anything, you only drink water for 16 hours, and then you get to eat for eight hours. And then 18-6 is, again, the same thing. You fast for 18 hours and you eat for six hours. There's a, you have With intermittent fasting, you have what's known as an eating window, and you only eat during a certain portion of your day, a certain limited portion of your day. So that's our first question. Is it safe? Yes, generally intermittent fasting is safe for most people. Question number two, does it work? Well, to answer this question, we need to be more specific. Does it work for what? Does it work to improve your health? Yes, it can improve your health. Research shows a long list of possible benefits, better blood sugar control, improved blood lipid levels, and cardiovascular function, um, something called autophagy, which I always have a hard time pronouncing. This just means cellular turnover and repair. Think of it as your body cleaning up and like taking out the trash on a cellular level. So yeah, does it work? Yes. For improving your health, there are possible benefits and it can really help to help you to move in a positive direction with your health. So the next question is, does it, does intermittent fasting work when it comes to losing weight? Now this is where things seem to get tricky, but they really don't have to be. Here's the real deal truth. Intermittent fasting can help you lose weight and it can improve your health, but not if you eat like total crap during your eating window. <laughs> Even with all of the benefits I listed just that I just listed about your, your physical health, what scientists have noticed is when people consume the same amount of calories and the same types of foods, intermittent fasting does not provide any distinct benefit compared to a normal eating schedule where you consume food that, you know, spread throughout your entire day. And this might be one more reason that some people are combining intermittent fasting and keto. They were doing some sort of fasting, but not getting the results they wanted because even though they probably didn't realize it, they were eating pretty much the same stuff during their eating window they would normally eat. So they thought, hmm, I'll just do keto while I'm actually eating my little eating window. And that has to work, right? Like I won't eat anything. I'll fast. And then when I do eat, I won't eat any of those evil carbs. And voila, this should be a magical, can't-miss weight loss plan, right? <laughs> Look, I can understand how this would seem to make sense. But here's the thing. If we cut out all of the fancy marketing and we just look at the science and research combined with real life and how real life intersects with all this, here's the reality. Intermittent fasting can be good. And it can be helpful, but it's not magic. And guess what? Keto, in some situations, can be good and it can be helpful. But it also is not magic, unless you have epilepsy. But for weight loss purposes, it's not magic. In my opinion, people turn to this keto intermittent fasting combo for a few reasons. And let's just go over those quickly right now. Number one they were getting results with keto and then it stopped. So they got some of those quick results at the beginning. Maybe they even trickled down a little more with weight loss, but then it just stopped. And so they added intermittent fasting. That's one possible reason that people turn to this. Another one is just the flip-flop of that. 
They were getting some results with intermittent fasting, and then it plateaued. So they thought, hmm, I'll add keto in. So either way, you start with one, your weight loss plateaus, and then you think, well, what can I do? What can I do? I'm already exercising. I can't exercise more than I am, or I don't have time to exercise more. What can I do? Ooh, I'll add this other really popular diet trend. I'll add keto to intermittent fasting, or I'll add intermittent fasting to keto. And the whole plan and hope is this will kickstart my weight loss again. This will get me moving again. This will get the scales moving. But I also think that some people don't start with one and then add the other. I know from discussions I've had with various people and clients that I've worked with, some people start with this combination off the bat. And I believe they do that for one of two reasons. Number one, they want fast results. It's the whole thought process of if one is good, then two is better. Like keto is supposed to be great for weight loss. And then I've heard great things about intermittent fasting too. Ooh, I know what I'll do. I'll combine them. And it all it's just all a desire for really, really fast results. The second reason that I think some people will just initially go to these two together is they're lost. And they feel like nothing else has worked. And it's a decision made out of desperation, honestly. It's, you know what, like, man, I tried Whole30. Man, I tried Weight Watchers. Man, I tried that weight loss challenge that my neighbor down the street was telling me they loved and that has all the supplements with it. And I tried this and I tried that. And I had some success, but I gained the weight back. Or I couldn't even stick to this other thing. And it's like, oh, I'm just at my wit's end. And maybe this person realizes it. Maybe they don't but they're just grasping at something because they so want to lose weight and they so want to be successful and successful. <laughs> I'd like to say successful successfully, but they so want to be successful and they're just lost. And they're like, okay, yeah, keto and intermittent. That makes sense, man. That makes sense. I'll, I'll do this together because I'm not even sure what route to go. I don't even know what I should eat. So you know, I'll just fast. And then when I do eat, I won't eat the evil carbs because carbs are what I love and they make me fat. And that's what I've read. And so I'll just cut it out. And it's just a, it's a desperate hell Mary. It's a desperate attempt to try to lose weight. And what's woven in there is reason number one as well, not just to try to lose weight, but to try to lose it fast. So here's the thing, guys, we've asked and answered a lot of questions about keto and about intermittent fasting, but I believe we we have missed one of the most important questions. Earlier, we said, does it work? But what we left out is possibly the most important question of all. Is it sustainable? I don't care if we're talking about keto or intermittent fasting or the Mediterranean diet or Whole30 or Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig or whatever you pick. Whether or not a diet, which is just a style of eating, whether or not a diet is sustainable should always be part of the does it work question. Because here's a newsflash, my friends. Even if something works miraculously, which we've seen from the research and what I've explained, these things aren't miracles. But even if something did work miraculously, if it's not sustainable, then I'm sorry, but it doesn't work. 
Well, you may be thinking, no, Corey, you just said if it if it worked miraculously, then it works. No, no, it doesn't work. And here's why. Please don't miss this. This may be one of the most important parts of this whole episode. When it comes to losing weight, there are two mentalities or approaches. I call it the college degree mentality and the garden approach. Most people have a college degree mentality. And this is what I mean by that. If you think of like the whole point of a college degree, okay, I'm going to go to college. I want to be a teacher. So I'm going to get my four-year degree in, uh, you know, whatever, history education. I want to be a history teacher. So I'm going to work really hard for four years. I'm going to put my nose to the grindstone. I'm going to study, 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 and do all my projects and papers and tests and, and quizzes and all this and work really hard to get my degree in history education so that then I will have my degree and I can hang it on the wall and I will be a history teacher. Done. I put in my four years, I paid my money, I spent my time at college studying and all that, and I have my degree, and this is now what I do and who I am. I'm a history teacher. We have this same idea when it comes to weight loss. We feel like if I can only do this, if I can only be successful and lose this weight, well then done, boom. I get the stamp, I get the check, check mark, and I'm finished. My friends Losing weight is not like getting a degree from college. You are never finished. <laughs> That's why I encourage people to think of weight loss as a garden. It's not a college degree. Truly successful weight loss, weight loss that lasts, comes from a garden approach, from a garden mentality, not from a college degree mentality. See, with a garden if you want to have a successful, beautiful garden, whether you're growing flowers or even if you just want to have a beautiful lawn or whatever, if you're growing flowers or vegetables or fruits or, or just a beautiful lawn, it's never finished. Your yard, your garden must be tended to on a regular basis. You must keep an eye on it. Oh, I see some weeds popping up. Oh, we need some mulch over here. Oh, I need to make sure that uh, I do some pruning with this plant over here. Oh, it's time to it's time to till up my soil and fertilize and plant some new seeds. Oh, it's time to do this. You're never finished. If you completely leave your yard or your garden alone, it's just a matter of time. It will look like a wild, overgrown mess. <laughs> hey, if you totally leave your body alone, you don't pay any attention to your health, it'll be just a period of time before it's like a wild I'm sorry, but a wild, overgrown mess also. It's just it's just the way life is. So the thing is, again, if we go back to the central message that I want you to take away from this episode, whenever we are asking the question, does it work? Like when we think of keto and intermittent fasting, and as much sense as it may seem to make, and as much as it may you know, seem like two big powerhouse diets are coming together, and it's got to be the best thing since sliced bread, and man, this has got to be the fastest way to lose weight. This has got to be the best way to lose weight. Whenever we're asking, does it really work? We must also ask the question, wait a minute, is it sustainable? Because losing weight is not like getting a college degree. Losing weight is like having a beautiful yard. It's like tending to your garden and you're never finished. Now, for some of you, that may seem very discouraging or very, <laughs> very depressing because you're like, wow, I can't even be successful in the first place. And you're telling me it never ends. But here's the thing, guys, if you do it right, suddenly it becomes kind of fun. Like, you know, those people, right, who they enjoy working in their yard. They enjoy their garden. And they're like, man, it's therapeutic to me. But the central thing, don't miss it. 
Don't just ask if something works. Ask if it is sustainable. As some of the researchers have so brilliantly pointed out in the weight loss world, this is a direct quote. With any diet, success will be dictated mostly by adherence. In other words, if you can't do it, if you can't stick to it, it won't work. But if you do it and you do it right, it will work. Keto will work. Intermittent fasting will work, but so will the Mediterranean diet and Weight Watchers and tracking your macros and the list goes on and on and on. So really the magical component is not the diet. The magical ingredient is adherence. The secret sauce is consistency, actually sticking to it. But deep down, we know that, right? So many people will quickly admit my biggest problem. Oh man, it's consistency. I always struggle to stick with it. I always struggle to stick to my diet. If this is you, then pause this episode right now and go to everybodyhatesdiets.com. I'm not trying to sell you something. I'm trying to open your eyes and shed some light and teach you some stuff. Everybodyhatesdiets.com and register for my free live class. It is happening on Thursday, April 14th at 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Look, everything I do is focused on getting people long-term results. What does it matter how incredible someone's results are six weeks from now if six months from now they've gained all the weight back plus more? What does it matter? Long-term is what matters. In this class, I'll teach you how to conquer consistency, how to overcome the biggest thing that's been messing you up and finally learn to stick with it. I'm going to explain exactly how we do that inside my inner circle coaching group, the exact step-by-step process we use to overcome inconsistency and achieve weight loss that lasts. If you want less food stress, more confidence, and to finally not just lose weight, but keep the weight off, then pause this episode right now. We're almost finished. You can stop it if you want. Pause it, stop it, and go to everybodyhatesdiets.com and register for this free interactive class. Maybe the coolest part of the entire class is the live Q&A that we'll do. We're going to hang out, and I'll answer any and all of your questions. If you've ever wished, like, man, I just, I feel like there's so many people out there saying so many different things, and, like, I just wish I had, a like, a diet and weight loss expert who would answer my questions and shoot me straight. You know, I wish they would help me cut through all the confusion and the crap that's being advertised If that's you, if you've wished for that, then you will love this. I'm going to provide honest input and help you get set up for weight loss success by the time the hot summer weather gets here. Again, just go to everybodyhatesdiets.com and you can register there. Okay? Okay. So let's move forward. Here are my final two cents on what we've discussed today. Look, you can lose weight and improve your health and lower your blood pressure and triglycerides and get rid of type 2 diabetes and burn fat and have more energy and feel like a million bucks. But regardless, either way, it's going to require you to make changes with your daily food and exercise habits. That's just the truth. You can do it via fasting or keto or with a standard eating schedule or whatever. For my 20 plus years of coaching people, I found that keto and intermittent fasting alone or together, however you want to do it, it's typically not realistic. It's just, it's not a realistic day-to-day diet and weight loss solution for any American or pretty much anyone for that matter. All of my clients who have lost weight and kept it off from 15 or 20 pounds all the way up to over 100 pounds, all of them, they all eat carbs and enjoy carbs as a wonderful part of their life. 
and they really don't fast. And if they do fast, it's it's very short term. It's a it's a short term tool that we'll use, but not a long term solution. So I don't know about you, but I don't want a life where I'm consistently starving myself. I don't want a life without carbs, and I wouldn't dare ask a client to do that either. So I hope today's episode has been helpful. I hope you'll not just ask, does this work? But you'll begin asking the question, wait a minute, is this sustainable? And I hope to see you on Thursday, April 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. EverybodyHatesDiets.com. Or you can go down to the show notes. That link is in the show notes as well. Register for the free class and we'll get to hang out and make sure that you get all of your questions answered. Thank you so much for your time today. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.